Hi, I'm Regina Boyd, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist and Licensed Mental Health Counselor, and your host of the Connecting Out Loud podcast. Here we talk about connections with our families as they relate to our mental health and Catholic faith, all while connecting you with those you love the most. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So today I wanted to talk about some of my personal favorite, some of the books that I typically recommend or default to recommending during counseling sessions. Um, So I kind of compiled a list of the ones that are the most frequently recommended or ones that just are kind of favorites of mine. So here we go. The first book is The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. It's a very popular book, so I'm sure you were probably already familiar with it. But just in case, um, I really like it because he has done a great job of figuring out um, the essence of communicating better with your spouse, how to better understand the natural language that speaks to your beloved's heart. Um, So if you haven't read this book, definitely go to your nearest bookstore and get it, go online, whatever you need to do. But it's a fun way to learn more about your partner's personal preferences. It teaches you how to speak that language um, that will unlock their heart, so to speak, and help you feel connected and closer. So It could be a fun way to spend a date night is to read the book together. There's a quiz in the book. You can find out what your own love language is and you can find out what each other's is. Um, And it's just kind of, again, a fun, lighthearted way. It's not heavy reading, but it's really interesting. Um, So it could be a way to spend some time together. The next book, which I'm sure you all have heard me talk about this probably a thousand times, but it's probably my number one favorite book to recommend. It's called The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work by Dr. John Gottman. And for those of you who aren't familiar, Dr. Gottman um, really has revolutionized the field of marriage and family therapy with his research. Um, You know, he has his own theory and method and approach to couples counseling, which I use in my own therapy, but he has been able to find through his research After five minutes of observing a couple, having a conversation, he can predict whether or not they're going to stay married or get a divorce with over 90% accuracy. And so because he found those signs that lead to divorce and lead to a relationship ending, um, he also learned what are the signs that help Um, relationships stay together. So that's what this book is about. Those seven principles that successful thriving couples have. And um, he's just really incredible. I've seen him present in person. He's very intelligent. He's very down to earth. Um, So he compiles all of his knowledge, his experience and his scholarship um, and tells you in a very direct sort of blunt way (laughs) of how what could be happening if you are engaging in some divorce-like behaviors and, and what to do about it. And this book has some activities in it, which I think is uh, great and really helpful. So he's not just, you know, giving you the bad news and walking away. He's giving you bad news and then telling you how to use these seven principles in your own life. So again, great date night activity as far as conversations with your spouse. The next book is The Exceptional 7% by Dr. Greg Popchak. 
And I love this book because it comes at things from a positive perspective. So he uses um, research to focus on the 50% of marriages that do not end in divorce. We know that on, on average, you know, and that number fluctuates between 50 to 40% to 60%, but we know roughly around 50% of marriages end in divorce. And so Dr. Popchak looks at, well, what about the 50% that do not end in marriage? And he takes it one step farther. What, which of those 50% of couples who stay married are actually happily married? Married, And he has found that not all marriages that last are, are actually happy. And he says that only 7% of marriages are truly happy. So some couples, while they're not divorced, they go through life together, but they might not rate their marriage as content, fulfilling, or completely satisfying. They would be considered to be in what he calls a conventional type of marriage. And so he's created this interactive book in which you and your spouse can find out what category your marriage falls into, whether it's a shipwrecked, conventional partnership, or romantic peer. Uh, relationship and discuss the ways to make your marriage look like that exceptional 7%. So this book is really good for anyone, um, if faith-based or not, and uh, your relationship doesn't have to be in jeopardy to benefit from reading from it. Um, It's just a good, practical, all-around helpful tool for anyone and everyone. Um, It will take a good marriage from good to better and to exceptional, as he would say. And so, yeah, there's discussion questions at the end of each chapter, which provide some conversational points that you guys can read. Um, You know, I really enjoyed it. I've I've read this book and went through it with my husband and, you know, we both really enjoyed it. So that could be a fun one to start with. Another book I've recommended is Holy Sex, also by Dr. Greg Popchak. Um, Yes, you heard me correctly. Holy Sex. Um, So this book is very specifically written for a Catholic audience. So just be warned and just if you're not Catholic or not a practicing Catholic, it doesn't mean you can't read it, but you should know ahead of time that that's um, the audience that he's speaking to in this book. And so the discussion is all around enhancing your sexual relationship. Um, And it's not dry. It's not boring or dull by any means. He uses a lot of humor And so it's a nice way to get around that discomfort of having those conversations about sex. It gives you a nice framework of how to approach it in a way. So there's a lot of funny stories. He's very witty throughout it. And it addresses communication and learning how to argue less about sex. But it also shows you how a happy sex life can improve your marriage. Um, So It helps you get to a place where you're viewing your sexual relationship as a way to love the other in a mutually gratifying way. So um, check it out. It's really interesting. But again, uh, be aware that there's going to be some reference to different church teachings or theology in there. But again, I love a book. It's hilarious. Um, So definitely worth checking out. And number five is Heaven's Song by Christopher West. So if you have not heard this one, if you'd like to go a little bit deeper, if you're more of an introspective, reflective, maybe philosophical type of person, this book is definitely for you. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Christopher West, um, he's a very well-renowned public speaker. He's been on ABC News, MSNBC, uh, and the New York Times. He's an author. He's got tons of books. Um, He runs a 
uh, institute called the Theology of the Body Institute with lots of courses and whatnot. So this book is really great. He's well known, by the way, for speaking on sex and marriage and just um, vocation in general um, and our humanity in general. But this book, Heaven's Song, is for anyone who I would say is uncomfortable talking about sex or the idea of sex in general. He uses a combination of strict scripture, pop music, and other cultural references throughout the book to give you kind of this mini retreat-like experience while you're reading it. Um, He reaches in and he sort of renews the dirty connotations associated with sex. So I think it's a perfect book for, again, some quiet introspection and can be a really major game changer as far as a change in heart and how you approach um, sexual relationship or the idea of sex. And some other books I'll add, I know I said five, but I'll just add a couple more to the list of kind of some that I'm really loving right now. The Mindful Catholic by Dr. Greg Botero. I love this book. I think that book is for anyone and everyone, but it's really helpful, especially for anyone who might be experiencing symptoms of anxiety or depression. But even if you are not someone who's experiencing anxiety or depression, I think The Mindful Catholic is a great tool to help you become more focused and less distracted in your thoughts and your day-to-day life. So he has lots of exercises and the way the book is designed, you're supposed to read a chapter a week. So it's a nice way to digest the information. It's only eight chapters. So in eight weeks, if you read one chapter a week and practice the exercises throughout the week, it's a um, pretty nice, quick, easy, digestible read. And then um, right now I'll just pitch The Consecration to St. Joseph by Greg Botero and Jen Settle because why not? Um, but it's a really great um book. If you haven't done the consecration of St. Joseph, I highly recommend it. I'm in the middle of it right now as I'm recording. And so it's on my mind. But um, if you want an extra little thing to do for your spiritual life, I highly recommend that. So the consecration of St. Joseph by Dr. Greg Botero and Jen Settle. So those are some books I recommend in case you're curious what happens um, inside the office behind the scenes. And if you want to check them out for yourself, then you can um, see if they're helpful to you. So now we'll go into the Q&A portion. And one question I was asked recently was about um, good marriage podcasts. What are good marriage podcasts to listen to? So I'll give you three. Um, The first is Where Should We Begin? It is by Esther Pearl. She is a therapist and it's a very interesting podcast. She basically does a therapy session with a couple and that's an episode you know for an hour she's talking to this couple and her style is so rhythmic and hypnotizing and very soothing and it's really intriguing to hear couples share their stories and depending on what the situation is for that couple it's kind of interesting to put yourself in that shoe in their shoes as you're listening to her talk to them you can kind of feel like you're getting advice for yourself or sometimes they're just really powerful emotional moving stories based on whatever the couple has gone through in their life. Um, So I highly recommend that one. There's another podcast called The Naked Marriage by Dave and Ashley Willis. And this podcast is nice because they're both married. So you kind of get that um, husband wife dynamic uh, in the podcast. And um, it's also Christian based. 
Um, so there's some Christian elements thrown in there, which, you know, if that's your preference, that can be a really nice thing to listen to. And then lastly, who would I be without sharing Connecting Out Loud by yours truly? Um, which is a great podcast for your marriage because it's helping you create authentic connection with the one you love the most. And so make sure you add this podcast to your list of marriage podcasts when you're recommending to other people. And for our our mental health tip for today, um, we're gonna, I'm kind of in a interesting mood. I feel like uh, there's a lot of questions or just things I'm getting about people feeling stressed and anxious lately. And I think it just has to do with, you know, ramifications of the um, ramifications of the pandemic. And so um, I thought it would be helpful to maybe talk about a couple of grounding techniques for anybody who might need it. So um, this grounding is something that can be done in any time somebody's feeling really overwhelmed and they're getting lost in their thoughts. So um, just to give an extreme example, it could be something for somebody who's experiencing PTSD or again, clinical anxiety, anything like that. And so maybe somebody with PTSD is having flashbacks. It's really helpful to do some type of grounding technique to bring them back to the present moment. So they're not lost in those flashbacks and the thoughts, but to come in the present moment. But we all have experiences like that, whether we have PTSD or not, we all have moments where we get lost in thought or we become overwhelmed by a situation. And so grounding techniques can be really helpful to bring us back depending on how severe that situation or experience is for you. So I'll give two different ones depending on the level of severity. So if you really need something to bring you back, getting in touch with the senses is very helpful. So one trick that uh, people use is putting your hands in water. So while you're putting your hand in water, you focus on the water's temperature, how it feels on your fingertips, your palms, the back of your hands. You're noticing all of that. Does the water feel the same in each part of your hand? Um, And then you want to start with warm water first and then cold. Um, Then maybe next time you try cold water first and then warm, depending on uh, how many times you need to do this. And does it feel different to switch from cold to warm versus warm to cold? And so really, again, the point is once we get in touch with our senses, it's a way to slow the mind down um, and get back to focus on the present moment and get away from being lost in thought and whether they're anxious thoughts or dramatic, traumatic thoughts or anything like that. Um, another tip is maybe if you don't feel like you experience getting lost in thoughts in that type of way, you could just, maybe you're just feeling stressed and overwhelmed. A soothing technique could be helpful as well. So one way to do that is sort of distract yourself with different type of thoughts and Obviously, you want them to be soothing, positive thoughts. So one easy way to do that is listing three favorite things in maybe a few different categories. So foods, trees, songs, movies, books, um, whatever it might be, and just listing your three favorite things for those different categories. And sometimes when we can think about things that are... um, exciting to us or things that we really enjoy that helps slow down the adrenaline and the cortisol and help our body, our mind and our body shift back to a more calming, soothe state. So even just thinking about something positive and soothing can be really helpful. And then one thing I would say, um, 
back to the putting your hands in water technique, both of these techniques are really helpful because they're more or less portable activities, especially listing three favorite things. You can either write that down uh, in a notebook on your phone, or you can just review it in your mind. And that's really helpful uh, because nobody has to see you doing some big exercises. So you can do that in public or virtually anywhere you are. And it's really helpful. And same with the water. Um, obviously, it'd be easier to do at home. But if you're in a public setting, most places have a restroom where you can excuse yourself and go to the sink somewhere and um, uh, use that uh, use that to help yourself out. So I like those activities for that reason, that it's pretty accessible anywhere you go. And then what I would say to make it really a full circle moment is check in with yourself before and after doing those grounding exercises. So rate your distress, whatever you're experiencing in that moment between one to 10, you know, one being, oh, I'm kind of calm, no big deal, to 10 being this is horrifying and horrible and awful. Um, what is that level of distress when you begin the exercise and how much did it decrease after the exercise? So you want to give your rate yourself on one to 10 uh, before and after you do that soothing or grounding technique. And that can give you an idea of whether that technique was working for you or not and if it actually helped. And that way you can find out, okay, this didn't work well for me. I need to find something else and move on. Or, wow, this worked way better than I thought it would. I'm going to keep using this. Um, so that's your mental health tip for this week. If you just notice things are sort of getting to you a little bit. And for those of you who are not aware, please check out the Catholic Couples Love Adventure Challenge on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. I'll include a link in the show notes. But the challenge is coming up. It's designed to be in the middle of Lent to really focus on your relationship. So there's going to be um, daily conversations and activities leading up to the challenge. So you can join now. You don't have to wait till March 22nd to uh, join the challenge. But there's lots of activity going in there already. And um, we have weekly lives going in there. <clears throat> and then once the challenge is there, you'll have uh, daily instruction activities of what to do um, to enhance your relationship. So I hope you guys join us there and I can't wait to see you. And uh, we'll see you next time. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can find more Connecting Out Loud content on our Facebook and Instagram pages. As always, I appreciate each and every review. So if you can take some time to rate and review this show, I read each one and I love hearing from you. Be intentional and connect out loud.